Bitcoin accumulation country. My name is Phil. This is the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. This is season two, and we're in episode 47. So I hope everybody's having a great week. Just wrapped up a very amazing Lightning Node roundtable number five. So in this episode, you are going to hear from Rootsall. You're going to hear from Suheb. You're also going to hear from a uh, new person joining the roundtable, Evan Kaloudis from the uh, Lightning Zeus team, uh, who's doing some really interesting work there with the uh, the Zeus wallet, uh, or the Zeus wallet, however you want to pronounce it. Um, I'm actually going to be having a chat with him one-on-one next month, so uh, definitely check that out. Um, so he's going to be talking about uh, integration, working with C Lightning. We have OpenNOMS, who's going to talk to us about Hack Day a bit and some of the developments that's been going on with him. Rootsall's going to talk to us about the Touch UI that's coming out from uh, Frankie and the 1.4 Raspy Blitz update um, and a bunch of other things. I mean, I don't want to give it all away, but it's pretty amazing. Uh, Suheb is going to talk to us about updates from... Uh, the ride the lightning interface um, channel backups and a new browser extension that essentially uh, it looks like it allows us to um, it looks like we're able to if I understood this correctly it's not necessarily the browser extension but uh, ride the lightning quick pay is going to allow us not to need macaroons anymore for uh, for providing an invoice so this could be very interesting anyways he explains it much more elegantly than me and yeah so i've got a very interesting show for everyone so without further ado here is the lightning node roundtable all right everybody thank you very much for joining me on the fun with bitcoin podcast i've got the lightning node roundtable number five and joining us today we've got roots all we've got a new guest evan kaludis from the uh Zeus team, the Lightning Zeus team, and hey, we, hey. we've got uh, Open Noms, and we've hey. and we've got uh, Suheb from Ride the Lightning. So thank you guys all for joining me, and um, yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get started right away with the uh, you know with the updates and what's going on. Let's uh, let's get started with uh, Rootsall. All right, maybe we'll. Uh, Maybe we'll come back to him. Uh, he might be having a bit of an issue. So maybe we'll get started with Evan because Evan's never been here before. And uh, Hey, Evan, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Uh, big fan of, you know, all your work. Um, yeah, where, where to begin? Uh, in the Lightning space, I'm working on this app called Zeus. Uh, Zeus is a cross-platform uh, React Native app. Uh, you know, so it works on Android and iOS, one code base. And basically allows you to connect remotely to your LND node. And uh, yeah, I'm just uh, trying to get the word out, have more Bitcoiners test it out, um, and uh, hopefully get a couple more contributors to the project. So, uh, so Zeus right now it doesn't have a node built into it, so you're required to have uh, an external node, uh, you know, full node running Lightning. Uh, right now, it only supports LND, but um, an implementation to include uh, C Lightning REST, which is uh, Suheb's project is underway so that's about halfway done right now uh hoping to get that done soon um and yeah it's just like an app for power users of you know people who have nodes have set them up um you know maybe that might change in the future but for now it's just focus on um people running full nodes people who want to connect to uh their nodes over tor uh, at least on android right now we're going to be working on expanding that functionality uh to uh, ios as well and we've got like, you know, just support for things that'll help you with your privacy, like uh, opening private channels and whatnot. Uh, so, uh, you know, a lot of things have been built in, uh, have been made with, you know, privacy built in, in mind. So, um, yeah, that that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Um, so, does it? Uh, I'm sorry, maybe I I, you, I didn't catch this at the beginning. Which uh, which nodes are do you currently support? Like, do you connect up to the Raspy Blitz? Do you connect up to the Noddle? Oh, that's a great question. So uh, right now it's only LND-based nodes, but uh, we have some great integrations already. So uh, if you have a noddle, uh, they'll generate the QR code that you need to scan. Um, we've also got integrations uh, with uh, Raspi Blitz. Uh, the QR code gets generated for that. 
we are also on my node BTC. Uh, if you get the premium version of that, they even generate the Tor uh, QR code for you, which is fantastic. I think uh, Raspi Blitz and Noddle are going to be working on uh, that too. And then uh, lastly, we've got an integration with uh, BTC Pay Server. So if you spin up a BTC Pay Server and you're using the LND uh, default uh, implementation, then you can connect to it remotely through that. They'll generate a QR code for you on the connections menu. So um, yeah, it's everyone's been uh, you know super helpful in getting these integrations done, and uh, we're very grateful for it. Very cool, very cool, man. So um, what do you uh, what what do you see coming down the uh, the pipeline for you? Oh, uh, in, in terms of the Zeus project, like how how far are you going to? Uh, what, what what do you have in mind? Well, there's a lot more stuff we want to build in for sure. Um, so, you know, Sea Lightning REST support, like I mentioned, that's underway. I uh, also want to uh, uh, build in support for uh, NFC so that you don't have to scan QR codes. I know uh, Wallet of Satoshi has that built in, but it would be awesome to see more uh, nodes go that route. Uh, you know, there's some concerns about the security of it, but I think it's a little overblown. I think that would be a really cool experience especially in today's uh, age where people have uh, these uh, NFC credit cards and they're used to just putting it up, up to a payment terminal. I think that's the next logical step for making a standard in the Lightning community. Um, yeah, also want to sort of expand our tour support, uh, get it working on iOS. Uh, on Android, you can currently connect uh, to your node over Tor with the Orbot app, but we want to build uh, Tor directly into the app. And, um, yeah, I just want to try to get a couple more contributors, more eyes on the code would be great, and, uh, you know, try to make it a more smooth experience all around. Cool. Very, very cool. I definitely look forward to uh, to checking it out. Um, I have to be honest, I haven't checked it out yet. So, uh, yeah, I definitely look forward to, to messing around with it. Sorry, open noms. Cool. Yeah, I can certainly say that is my go-to wallet on my phone. So, you know, from, from the beginning, since those came out, I started to use it and it just keeps improving. I mean, there is like fierce competition, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, you know, every, everyone does it does it a bit differently. And I really like the kind of open, very flexible approach of, approach of, of Zeus where it doesn't restrict what I can do or what I want to do. I can manage, you know, multiple nodes and multiple nodes, some of them on ClearNet, some of them on on tour from the same app and it's just if i want to change my ip address i just i just rewrite it i don't need to you know don't need to scan a qr code again or go into a menu of my of my node at all um so it gives us a lot lots of freedom and yes all the you know all the views where you can see the channels broken down nicely and um you know, see if some of them are hugely unbalanced or something. I just find it very useful. So, um, you know, that's why I was really concentrating on getting like a Tor connection into Raspberry as well. I mean, we have a guide on that. I just recently re re refreshed it to uh, version three type hidden service um, connection. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, you know, I'd like to thank you, Evan. That, that's, that's a great software. I love it. <laughs> oh man, thank you so much for the kind words. You know, every time I hear about someone's experience with it and you know how they use it, how they like it, it really means a lot. You know, it, it's something that really I just made for myself, really. You know, out of necessity to connect to my node over tour. So to hear all that other people are using it and appreciating it, it really just means the world. It's an awesome feeling. Yeah, I certainly recommend to everyone, and you know, I learned that. Uh, on the Lightning conference, that Stephen Stephen Levera was using it over Tor during the war time, and you know he had a lot of invoices to pay. So <laughs> yeah, was that was really cool. I got to see him uh, buy what was it, some beers or like one of the cocktails that they had named after him. <laughs> it's cool. It's like you know he's in uh, in Germany, but uh, he's has his note in Australia. So this payment is going across the world. It's it's quite crazy when you think about it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that that's going to be nice. You know, it, it's interesting, right? Like because people don't even people don't even really know that they want that level of privacy. They don't even know that they need it. 
but it's very cool that we can you know that you can offer that and you know giving a better user experience about it like it doesn't need to be something cryptic and difficult to use so i definitely look forward to uh, to checking it out yeah totally and i think tor support is very important for lightning nodes and should really be the default especially since this is a device that's always on that's you know in most cases going to be in your house you probably don't want to be exposing your home's ip address out to the world so uh, you know, Tor makes a lot of sense for that, and you know, it also goes so far in trying to uh, you know destigmatize Tor. A lot of people hear Tor and they think, "Oh man, well, what's this kid into? Like buying drugs on the dark web?" It's like, no way, man! I don't want that. I just want to be able to connect to my house securely and be able to give out my address to people without them, you know, hitting my home network and having to worry about that. So, um, yeah, hopefully uh, we see more wallets uh, embrace Tor and build that support in. And, uh, yeah, Zeus is uh, just here to try to help pave the way and uh, give other wallets a little kick in the ass to try to push things in that direction. Cool. Here, let's, uh, let's see if, um, if we can uh, get a, an update from, uh, from Rootsall and uh, the Raspy Blitz team. Oh, okay. We'll uh, we'll come back to uh, we'll come back to roots all. Um, open noms. How's it going, man? Right. Hello. <laughs> it's yeah, very well. Busy times, cool. I can see. <laughs> um, so you guys, I, I mean, I didn't get to join you at uh, at LN conference, um, but I, I got to see some pictures of the uh, of the table, and uh, I got to see uh, you know some of the stuff that you guys uh, that you guys built. What have you uh, What have you been working on lately? Oh, we've been just uh, hacking with hardware a lot. You know, I, I've, I aim to like try most of the things out which which are coming and you know which I have I can put my hands on, and then that is just you know there is just no stop because so many cool projects are being built. As you know, we've been mentioning before the M5 stack, which is like heavily uh, kind of grown together with the Respublets. Um, as we can connect to it very easily with with now um, the projects of um, of Ben Ark, BTC Socialist, or or um, now with um, Norman Mickey as well from Lightning in a in a box is building um, an M five stack kind of implementation which just generates invoices on your um, invoices connected to Respublet. So I've been trying to you know build these and just uh, make them. Um, make them easier to be set up for ad others as well. So, you know, opening issues, sorting out the little things. Um, also, trying to work obviously part-time, but, you know, as much as possible on the rest of it, because this is, again, for myself, because that's my that's my nodes which are set up and I just want to want to use uh, services which, which are coming to it. And now it's all scripted and ready for the next version, which, you know, I hope I hope uh, Roots always speak about <laughs> um, that um, managed to put like the BTC RPC Explorer up, uh, which is which allows you to um, be your own um, blockstream.info, you know, your own, own blockchain explorer looking into transactions and um, addresses based on your blockchain, which is downloaded and verified. And, you know, you're not leaking privacy and not leaking any information. Um, by looking up things. Um, also, there's been like an ongoing Electrum server implementation, which is now, again, quite well tested. A lot of people have tried it and use it. So that will come to be integrated into the, into the rest of it as well. BTC pay server, with like a manual deployment. Yeah. BTC pay server, I've been, I've been like doubly involved because uh, after the conference in Riga, um, uh, I've been on a BTC pay hack day as well, or like a BTC pay day, but I managed to get uh, get my hand on a, on a hacko, which is their node, which is like, uh, you know, Rock Pro 64 um, node signed by hand by Nicolas Dorier. So, you know, it has a, it has high uh, emotional value to, <laughs> you know, we got a selfie with him. He has like a golden signature on it. It's and it's also been only sold for like uh, you know the cost of the hardware, so it was it was a really good deal, and um, 
so I run like a BTC pay server instance on it, which with, you know, I helped the team to kind of test out the new feature features like they have done now the new LND um, kind of rework when they make the seeds available for people who are running a lightning node on BTC pay server, which is a huge step. And it's been a big concern of mine and has been has been solved now. But in, in any case, we can run BTC pay server in slightly another way without Docker on the rest of it as well. Um, so, you know, that's something to come. So, so is that going to be in 1.4? Uh, well, I, I think that's how it will called. How <laughs> it will be called, you know. It's uh, I would be in uh, for like kind of quicker, like uh, more um, often. To, so being releases, so like smaller releases more often. But obviously, you know, it's, it's always a trade-off between like the stability of the build and the kind of how quick we can go. So. Uh, that's a root story, really. I hope we will help. We will uh, hear from it, uh, about it from him. And then, well, I mean, lots of other things I can I can mention. I've, I've started a little project, which is which is based on um, some um, specifically designed cases for Raspberry Blitz, um, which is now being sold at a, at a website called DIYNodes.com. Um, these cases are being manufactured and it's, you know, very nice to look at. Just, you know, check it out. It's on, on my feed and also on this um, Twitter account, which is DIY Notes. Uh, there, you know, I'm planning to kind of provide some, um, basically any hardware which can be built at home, you know, I can build it. So, you know, that will be kind of the theme of the site. So we'll see how it goes. It's just about to just about to kind of you know start and hopefully take off. <laughs> cool, cool. So yeah, I can I can go on for long, you know. I've, so after like Riga, we've been on the Lightning Conference. Obviously, that's been great. I mean, that's been all all the kind of source of of the rest of it. And you know, the whole, the whole thing has been kind of grown grown out of that community, like you know, from Fumo to obviously Rootsol and uh, the people who do. Uh, participate there. We've been in the in the iconic room seventy seven, where there is a Respublitz uh, does power the whole uh, kind of lightning invoice infrastructure where you can buy your drinks uh, with lightning. And you know, many people like I'm speaking of hundreds of people were doing it for the for the days it was open uh, during the conference as well. Um, and then you know. We, we managed to show show some projects as uh, there as well and meet a lot of interesting people and then there was another let, little meeting in in birmingham in the uk um where there's been only like eight exhibitors all together but uh, we've been up there with i brought a couple of responses and my you know um Friend 21 is enough. Who is, he made this fantastic lightning ATM with you know, a coin acceptor and a, a little e paper screen. Um, so we put that together and you know managed to connect it to the Raspberry Blitz. So we had the full node and we had the lightning ATM and the POS device with the M5 stack on the same room on the same room on the same table. So basically, could demonstrate to people how we can like you know how they can buy some satoshis with coins and then how can how, how they can buy the coins back with just scanning a, a QR code from the M5 stack. With this all, you know, every information is just circulating in that little network which we created there. So that was exciting too. That's pretty, um, amazing. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, you know, that I met to, yeah, I met uh, Ben as well, uh, who's been like running workshops and, you know, it's been, it's been a great crowd. Um, so yeah. As I said, it's 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 quite busy nowadays. <laughs> I rather rather pass on the mic. <laughs> no, very cool, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I uh, I actually spoke with uh, uh, Twenty One Is Enough. Um, yeah, man. I I totally dig that project. I, I think it's so cool. You know, like either I told him like either you'll sell you know either you'll sell me one or I'm gonna build one with your instructions. But I I think it's super cool. All right. Let's see. Do you hear me? Hey, there we go. Ah, finally, cool! Finally, 
Yeah, I had to change from fire from from uh, Firefox to Safari. So yeah, I don't know. Just, just hang out and and, and uh, Firefox not becoming friends on my machine. So no. Okay. So here I am. Perfectly. Nope. Um, so that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> let, let let me fill you in because I had a kind of busy kind of last kind of weeks. A lot of was based on the Lightning Conference we did in Berlin, so uh, a lot of people already mentioned that. So it was a big event for us uh, organizing, so I was in charge of the whole kind of stage two and the complete upper community floor where we had the hack table, where we had to chill out with the bar and all the stuff. So so this was completely my managing area. So I had some some stuff to organize before and even now after the conference. So um, it was an awesome time, but I didn't have much time for recipe blitz in detail during that time. So so pardon a little bit my, my inactivity on the GitHub for, for that time. So But finally, I'm starting to get back into the recipe blitz uh, uh, kind of working mode so and, and a lot of stuff already and that's so great to see even if if, if i'm kind of as, as the maintainer or, or kind of lead developer of the of the project uh, away from the project people building stuff so so open arms so great great uh, contributions there like seeing seeing what what uh, you kind of co uh, contributed with the explorer stuff and seeing the uh the zap uh apps be, be a, um, connecting through Tor and all this. So great, great little snippets to, 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 and scripts to, to, that we all can so we'll now start to integrate for the next version. Uh, also from Frankie, we have now committed, and some people saw it on the Lightning Conference already, the Touch UI. So really coming nice together now really with, with more and more touch interfaces uh, to, to really on the touch screen that is on the Raspberry Blitz for a long time so i think now with the 1.4 we we might be confident enough to really put it on from the beginning because there was touchscreen already kind of experimental in the 1.3 yeah but now uh, but you have to turn it on and uh, just to, to to experiment with it but i think now really with the 1.4 we have to see and make last test but i think uh, but i can see it like being turned on from the beginning uh, for the new version so um really coming together nicely there um, and then I had to. I have to ask OpenOMS. I was seeing on the on the Lightning conference, we're showing this great case. Uh, this uh, so so. How, how what is going on with the case? Can you can you give us a quick update on that? So when will we be able to get it, or where will we be able to get it? Well, yes. Um, thanks for asking. I, I just mentioned it. Um, you, you might 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 have missed it very shortly, but uh, yes. So there is this. Um, website started which is uh, called diynodes.com where uh, it's it's been already under pre-sale and it's it's in the factory you know it's being cut painted it has some you know manual work on it uh, it needs to be bent and uh, and has some soldering on it as well so it is it is it is coming together and um yeah uh, it will be ready before christmas um that sounds good because because for Christmas is also the time where where I personally try to aim and hope that's in, in, that everybody else will, will will agree on the timetable for Christmas we have the one point four kind of out maybe we we try a little bit earlier like beginning of December have like early release candidates with some iterations uh, in there of features for people to try out and to give feedback on so that we can a little bit like get get iterate ourselves to to the one point for a final release uh, around Christmas because and then then there is between Christmas and New Year's there is the uh, Chaos Communication Congress again in Leipzig so in, in Germany and it's always this big event where uh, all the hackers in Europe come together and uh, and we last time we were presenting the recipe blitz there uh, as a kind of very fresh uh, project and a lot of it, it gained a lot of interest people looking at it oh what's this looking nice and would be so great if we have the new case there uh, also ready uh, we can show like we have the crypto close case we have the the uh, the new metal case and um, and so it would be great to show like the variety of, 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 of stuff people were building and what's available now so if you can get me some to Germany uh, for Leipzig uh, for uh, for Christmas that would be so great it would be my personal Christmas present so <laughs> keep that in mind well would be very happy to it is it is aimed to be done by the beginning of December but you know you cannot like over promise it so we we, we 
say that by the middle of December it should be out and you know be ready to be shipped. So you know within Europe it shouldn't be more than a couple of days to get. So definitely, um, I hope we make enough <laughs> of them with, with the first batch. You know? um, but we'll definitely put some aside for you as well. <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, maybe I, I, I use my chance to, to throw some questions around. Um, um, Evan, we have you here uh, on the call. That's great. I want to ask a bit like uh, how much, because a lot of other wallets experimenting with the Allen URL stuff. So how is that going on the on the Zeus wallet? Is there any anything already in there? Is there any plans to do it? Well, get, maybe just, just get me up to speed a bit on that. Uh, yeah, sure thing. So LN URL is something we definitely want to implement. Um, it's something that I don't really know all the ins and outs of, but um, you know, I've seen some of the use cases and it's been intriguing, especially stuff like withdrawals. Um, we, we have uh, one contributor, Fiat Jaff, who put a preliminary uh, pull request into it, but he wanted to refactor some stuff and extend the functionality. Um, so I'm not exactly sure when we're going to get it in, but it's definitely on the radar and it's something I would definitely love to have in the app. Definitely. All right. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks. Um, all right. So, uh, and, and maybe if there's any further questions for me personally, um, uh, I'm free, but maybe we try to hand over to Zuhab again. So, because I would be also very interested to see what happened with RTL, because when we now get to the next Recipe Blitz version, also want to know what we maybe have to keep in mind for that, what, what is coming up, what's maybe to integrate, and what's to be uh, happy about. Uh, yeah, so one quick question. Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I, I love the new uh, Raspi uh, Blitz case that OpenOMS has got on the site. DIY nodes look sick. Um, I was curious about that touchscreen functionality. Uh, what kind of different screens can you navigate through on there? Uh, I only have like a Raspberry Pi 3 sitting around and it's got like a regular screen on it. So, um, you know, maybe it'll be something I upgrade to. But um, yeah, so w w what do I get with that touchscreen? What kind of screen can I navigate through? So I personally have to check now the latest commits from Frankie, but the, the, what I was seeing is like you have the, um, the basic, like you can shut it down. That's, that's, uh, you have a button to shut it down. It was already in the, the 1.3 version, but now it's a little bit more improved. You can have more options like to restart it, to shut it down, um, and uh, to have it a little bit more bigger buttons. So it's more optimized for that situation. It's a feature a lot of people ask about because there's not, not an easy way to shut it down without SSHing in. So it's very complicated sometimes. And to have really a button on the device, we need to shut it down cleanly. And, and so that nothing gets corrupted uh, when, you, when you cut out the power, that, that's very important. Um, then there's some, uh, some uh, possibilities to create invoices directly on the device, like on the QR code, like you can preset an amount on the configuration file, and then you can get very quickly uh, an invoice. Uh, so this is a good, nice uh, thing if you want to do a donation kind of thing. So if you're if you're presenting it and you want to present very quickly a donation or some some something like that, and and then there's more and more buttons uh, like in there that you can then use later on for uh, getting more information about the device. But this is more what we're iterating now, so that you can see more what's happening on your device and uh, and yet get more informed uh, in a better way. Just not having this one static screen getting you more kind of information on your Raspberry Blitz. Uh, cool. Have you guys thought about, um, you know, adding like some sort of authentication on that layer on the touchscreen? Or is it, uh, you know, thinking that, you know, the functions on there really aren't as sensitive, like not giving up the connection stuff? Or is it you guys thinking like once you have physical access to the machine, it's, you know, you're pretty much compromised anyway? Uh, um, I, th I think the, the idea is, um, the, I always said in the beginning, because the, the, the screen, normally the, the screen is part of the recipe blitz uh, setup, but some people use it without a screen. So it's always in my mind, like having, thinking about the, not, not making the screen too much and uh, dependable on, on the processes. Um, but I think we can use it for some authentication in the beginning. For example, if we want to go at one point with a browser login or whatever, like, um, there will be some information you maybe just see on the screen and you have to type in in the browser to really see that sort of, that you are le uh, legit or something like that. So I think for some processes like that, it can make sense. 
Um, for further authentication, what do you have in mind? Do you have something special in mind? Um, no, not, nothing particularly. I've just uh, maybe like a pin or something. I'm not sure. I, I, you know, I have a cybersecurity background, so you know, I'm always thinking adversarially. Of, you know, I have to go oh, yeah, and mess stuff up. Now, now, now that you mention it, um, maybe something like unlocking or something could be interesting. Uh, because always, like, if you really the, the, you, you uh, unlock your L and D wallet, uh, that's always something when you when you restart your device. That's something where you have to SSH into. Mm -hmm. uh, for to to do it, so maybe there could be some way to to use some kind of a pin uh, thingy to to that you can punch in through the LCD and then unlock your uh, wallet. That could be an interesting topic. So there needs to be something like you store the password encrypted on your on 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 your SD card with the pin, and then you have to use the pin or something. But there's a thing. There's a trade-off. So the pin needs to have some length to be. To be resistant, so so we have to think through if this makes sense uh, to to, but but at least better than auto unlocking it. Uh, so if you a lot of people auto unlock the their device, open arms. Do you have any kind of ideas or or adding to this to the pin idea? Yes, I mean I was I was think thinking of this uh, a lot, but I mean it's already does things. So so the one more function which it does it that it shows you the uh, URI of the. Of your lightning node so you know someone approaches it can actually open yeah. a channel to it right which is you know not the security concern and then what we use this use this um screen a lot for and i think which would uh, be extended further that for pairing the uh you know mobile wallets especially like you know zeus but zap and you know any other uh things which can be paired like um now we are planning to add the fully noted, for example, for iOS and, th and things like that. I mean, these pairing QR codes will, would be triggered by the SSH login. So, you know, you cannot just get into the node or can't just have the admin macaroon exposed if you're just, you know, standing next to it. Um, but um, the screen itself is very useful for that. And also now we have, I mean, every um, new service I was working on all of them are implemented in a way that they have automatically setting up a hidden a tor hidden service as well so that kind of version freedom services is a long set of you know numbers and letters so those could be communicated to a mobile phone as well for example uh, through the screen with a qr code so when you want to use your your rtl or um BTC RPC Explorer or even Electras and things like that remotely, you could scan the hidden service QR, the hidden service from the from the screen, and then um, go like that. But uh, yes, I mean this is not the authentication part, but we are limiting in that that we are we have this 3.5 inch screen, uh, and the buttons should be like you know at least like one square centimeter big because it's not a very accurate screen. So indeed, I mean, a numpad might play, but we certainly cannot get on like a QWERTY um, keyboard, for example. So, yeah, yeah, that's the limitation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not without a pen. Well, it's a resistive screen, so it's not like your mobile phone, which is a capacitive screen. Uh, it won't have that much yeah. resolution in the touch either. But we have a pen um, uh, supplied with, with it already. <laughs> so it's kind, <laughs> of a, kind of a, you know, a touch thing, but uh, it's not any more useful than your finger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd still, I, I still wouldn't want to be dependent on the screen, you know? Like, the screen is cool, I, I obviously love the way it even makes the node look, you know, like what you can do with cases, you know, like for the aesthetic. Um, it's cool that we can add functionality, but yes. but yeah. Right. I, yeah, the most important for me is, is the actual, what we had already and from yeah. the beginning, is the user status screen, which then, you know, I mean, in later iterations, it can be played with, so we could change to different kind of displays, which do display more about... You know the services we are running, for example, or or um, 
were more the Bitcoin side because now we are like concentrating on on uh, on Lightning mostly, like you know displaying the peers and the connections channels. Uh, but we can display you know the block heights. The I mean people were asking if we could display the price and things like that. I mean with buttons now we can change screens, so we don't need to like cram everything into one. So you can might be in the future be able to you know choose your own you know your own theme. To, yeah but not uh, yes well like in, in, in a way yeah. yeah like some people don't want to see that status like some people just want to see a bitcoin price with like the block height you know so maybe uh, they they can you know use a different screen for that yes you know but also what i was thinking some some don't want to have you know the actual light on the screen we cannot really switch it off completely by software because it's a, it's a kind of a simple thing mm. but uh, we can for example put up a big black button as a screensaver and then if you touch it it just uh, kind of wakes up and displays you the status or whichever you like uh, I mean that would be something which in future could be done that's pretty cool for the uh, I just want to make sure for the raspy blitz uh, you're saying Christmas 1.4 maybe I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we 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 aiming for that. So, okay. So I think, yeah, we 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 should see release candidates before that, so you can see a little bit what's 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 coming on. So and if you get a get a good feeling about it for, for Christmas, because I want to have a version also for the for the Chaos Communication Congress uh, ready. So and that's that's the kind of Christmas timeline. So so something will be final about that time. So I'm definitely uh, the the reason why I'm asking is because that's when I have my next vacation. So. Uh... Yeah, you know, I want to make sure I have a lot of time to mess with it. All right, here, let, let's yeah. see. If, oh, oh, yeah, it's good. go ahead, go ahead. Here, let's get there. We go. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> no worries. Maybe, oh, maybe third time is a charm, <laughs> right? So, uh, in terms of updates, right? Uh, uh, there's been a lot of action since we last, uh, you know, since the last uh, roundtable. Uh, in terms of the function features that we have added on RTL, now we have the uh, backup uh, and restore functionality, which I wanted to actually touch upon. And I think BTC Pay Server was uh, testing uh, the backup feature. Now they think they are adding the the ability to you know uh, in, uh, initiate the node within demonic seed, cipher seed, and then uh, you know ability that will allow the ability to kind of restore the channels as well if you know um, there is a loss of of the node. So RTL has uh, the option to uh, restore from the channel backup files, uh, but uh, the the and the reason why I wanted to touch upon that is when if you are taking a backup from RTL, right? It uses a REST API. Uh, if you are using a default uh, channel backup file from uh, LND, uh, that is a gRPC output, and these two outputs, uh, while we were testing, are not interoperable. So if you are taking an output from the REST API, you have to restore with REST APIs. If you are taking an output from gRPC APIs, you have to restore with the gRPC APIs or command line. So between command line and gRPC, there is interoperability, but the REST API output is not interoperable with uh, gRPC or command line output. So that's why uh, when we added the backup feature, we added a restore feature as well. Uh, but initially we were struggling to make that restore feature work, uh, but now we have it working uh, since the release 5.2. Uh, so that's why I wanted to kind of make that point. I know there was some Twitter conversation around that. Um, so with version 5.2, you if you're taking the backup from RTL's uh, menu feature, uh, then you can use the restore menu to, you know, restore in case you are recovering the node. Um, so that was one, uh, one feature improvement that we had since the last release. Now, uh, in terms of development, I know Rootsall wanted to touch upon that. Uh, there is uh, uh, there's one new plugin, or, or rather a browser that we have created, uh, which is actually a simple payment mechanism, uh, which uh, uses RTL's uh, Node uh, Node.js middle layer uh, to allow payment features. So you can use your RTL to make payments, um, you know, and you don't have to really. It's a simple utility function. Uh, which will allow you to uh, make payments, you know, if you have RTL running uh, and if you need, um, you know, RTL or if you need to access more advanced features, you can anyway open RTL's interface and access advanced features. So RTL Quick Pay is that browser extension 
to make uh, payments using RTL. The the difference, uh, you know, here is primarily that if you are using that extension, you don't have to have macroons on your device to make payments, right? Uh, that was a you know with Joul you need macroons on your device to make payments right. Uh, with this RTL QuickPay you don't have to distribute macroons on all your devices uh, that you're using to make payments from. Um, and uh, also uh, you know if you have a C Lightning node running, uh, you can you make payments through C Lightning as well. So you know Joul only works with LND uh, so far. So that's another advantage of uh, RTL QuickPay. Wow. So. Yeah, so that those are the two important things and new developments. Uh, the third thing that we are working on now uh, and we are ex exclusively focused on that now is uh, our UX redesign. And that is the project in full swing at this point in time. And hope we are quite excited about the design uh, approach that we are taking and, uh, you know, quite excited with the design inputs that we are getting from Diogo Sergio has been really amazing. You know, every weekend uh, we get up in the morning, have a design session. Uh, review sessions. We look at each and every functionality of RTL in detail. Uh, assesses from you know, assess it from user experience perspective. Uh, you know how to reduce the complexity on the screen. How to make it more intuitive. Um, what persona to address. Right. So a lot of these questions. We you know each and every page. We are going through that, and you know changing and refreshing the UI. Uh, so I wanted to touch upon uh, two important aspects that we are focusing on while we are doing it. Uh, you know, from a persona perspective, there are two personas that we are uh, focusing on to uh, design the dashboard and all the interfaces. Mm, so one persona is the routing node operator persona, uh, which is kind of a power user, you know, looking at all the technical aspects of the node and, uh, you know, tracking the fees, tracking the routing uh, volume uh, and tweaking fees, etc. So basically that that routing node operator persona uh, and the dashboard for that persona. The second persona is uh, the merchant node operator persona, which is primarily coming from BTC Pay Server, where their focus is, you know, how much they can receive, how much they can send, uh, ability to quickly access uh, payments, quickly access invoice. Uh, so, you know, basic functionality from a merchant's perspective. So we'll have custom dashboards uh, for these two personas. You can switch, you will be able to switch between those two dashboards, uh, and then you'll have the detailed functionality uh, which will be, you know, which has, which is being redesigned so that the look and feel is much more polished. Uh, the user experience is much more pleasant and less confusing, and you know, and more intuitive. Basically, those are the upgrades. That is very cool, very very cool stuff. I like the uh, I like the idea of being able to do the transactions without the macaroons. That's uh, that's pretty big. Because I, I have yeah. to say that that is a limiting, I, I think anyways, a, a, a bit of a limiting factor in the uh, the user experience. Um, which again, I mean, we don't expect end users to be moving, you know, copying and pasting macaroons out of their raspy blitzes and stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, for those of us that are doing this right now, it's like you can't you can't use a terminal device without that. So it's very yeah. it, it's very cool. Um, yeah. And I like the conversation that you're doing behind the personas. To, to be honest, I, I couldn't word it very well in the Telegram group, but that other gentleman that you're working with, like, really hit it all spot on. Uh, one of yeah, the guys, he's... <laughs> he's, man, that, that was amazing. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy says everything properly. <laughs> yeah. so he's Pav. Pav is uh, one of the core contributors on uh, BTC Pay Server, right? So that's what he deals with every day. <laughs> His inputs were definitely valuable. I was yeah. like, oh my God. I'm like, he just like, I, I just sat there and I was like, you know, you want like a reporting dashboard and you, you know, obviously you're like, like, what do you want to see? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. You know, reports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this guy's like, this is exactly what you want to see. Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. So yeah, I, yeah, I can't wait for that, man. It's really cool what you guys are doing. Quite excited about the new design. Hopefully, you know people will like it. We we are looking at the timelines, which I think timeline uh, designed to launch. Um, we might actually uh, put out a release candidate so that we can have some testing with the initial alpha users, uh, so that if there are any design tweaks which need to make, we can make it in time. But uh, I'm quite excited about it. You know, it's going to be quite polished and very different experience than what you have seen so far in RTL, which is pretty raw. Or even though functional, but kind of you know raw user experience. Very cool, 
Very, very cool, man. Thank you so much. Um, so let me ask you this. I, I just want to. I just want to know um, for the one point four release that Rootsall uh, and and the team is planning. Um, what uh, what functionality? Because you were talking about the personas and everything. So I, I I don't know about that. What's that timeline like? Like that's not going to be in one point four, right? That's like future more more out. So. Um... Uh, what is the timeline for one 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 point four? I'm I, not sure. He, he said around Christmas, I believe, but I don't want to speak for him. <laughs> yeah, so we can target. No actually, pressure. Uh, no, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. So we can target that timeline. Actually, uh, we are in full swing right now. Uh, we have completed our um, payments uh, pages, uh, invoice pages. Um, we are currently working on the dashboard and the channel management pages. Uh, once that is done, the main, uh, you know, functionality will be done. Mm, uh, after that, we'll be ready to kind of create a release candidate, mm, and then kind of tweak it, refine it, um, so that you know. I think hitting the uh, Christmas timeline is reasonable. Mm, but uh, yeah, and uh, the only thing is, you know, we go through each and every functionality in detail. So we like we kind of agonize over the features that we are, uh, you know, uh, tweaking. So that user experience is optimal, you know, user, and that, that's where Diogo is, has been super helpful because he comes with that, uh, you know, UX background. So he he pays attention to each and every small detail, and and that's how you make the user experience better. Yeah. I totally yeah, agree. yeah, perfect. It would be so great when it when when you can hit the Christmas timeline so that we can sneak it into the one point five four release of Recipe Blitz. So. That would be awesome. So let me know. So sure, definitely. And if what we can do is also share some UX mockups with you earlier, if you have design inputs, uh, you know, any ideas that if you want to provide on that, uh, we will we'll share those uh, mockups on the Telegram chat. So uh, feel free to you know chime in and provide your uh, inputs. All right. Thanks. Cool. Yeah, and uh, Rudzal, I mean, the RTL Quick Pay is something that maybe you can look at. Uh, you know, and be making it part of. Uh, uh, Rajubrit stack. Uh, the advantage is that uh, I don't know what your plans are for C Lightning. You know, uh, uh, that's one option. There's no browser extension for C Lightning so far for payments. So that's one advantage with RTL Quick Pay. And second advantage, like I said, is you know, user do not have, need uh, macaroons to make payments. Uh, you know, just to make Lightning payments, and it also supports the Lightning URL. So uh, you know, it's an easy, easy and quick way to make payments through your node. Here, yeah. uh, something to 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 play with. So, but I did um, I understand it correctly. It's a browser extension. So yes. so so, and there's a, some pairing or some some configuration of the browser extension where the recipe blitz can help out, or is this all done through the RTL? Or well, what yeah, what so part what thing... part can we help on from the recipe blitz side to 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 integrate better? Sure. The only thing that you need to do is so. Uh, the user needs to install the uh, extension. Actually, there's nothing required at the um, uh, Raspberry Bridge end, really, I think. Uh, you know, what you need to do is just enter your URL when you open the extension, just enter the mm -hmm. URL, and uh, that's it. Uh, you can, you should, as long as the uh, extension can access the URL on the network, you can make the payments. It's as simple as that. Oh, and okay. then you have, to, that's cool. you have to enter your user ID, uh, the password, the user password that you use to access mm -hmm. RDL. The same password will be used, and uh, you can make the payments with that. So it's quite simple. Okay, that sounds good. Perfect. That is really cool, and that's going to help people out a lot instead of having to go and fetch uh, macaroons. So, um, so guys, we're uh, we're coming up on uh, uh, on an hour. Do uh, do we have any uh, do we have anything else to share, or do we all want to wrap it up? I just wanted to quickly check, you know, uh, what everybody's thoughts are on uh, features like loop out, loop in. Is there any um, any demand or any any feature request? Uh, there's no UI solution right now, uh, you know, supporting loop in, loop out. So I'm just curious about that. You know, if there's any need or latent demand that you see on that. Yeah, there's there's definitely demand on it because um, for from the room seventy seven uh, scenario side because at the beginning was the idea to get having setting it up with the POS and all this stuff, but now that we see we have it in production, we exactly come into the into the area where the merchant sees oh my inbound capacity is filling up, 
and I yeah. want to have an easy process to, to just recycle those inbound capacity and to loop out service, something, a limit you can set or, or push uh, like automatically triggering at one point and you can set through an UI like RTL uh, would be perfect. So I think loop, the loop services are one services we're looking at to put into uh, one of the next versions of Raspberry Blitz. 1.4 would be great. We have to see uh, if, if, we, if, we, if it fits in there. But it's one th one thing that's really needed from from the merchant kind of side. So, and if there's any kind of UI support uh, for configuration, because I think when we will do it for the recipe, but in the beginning, it will be something you set in the conf configuring file. That's not very nice for the beginning, but but for, to just to see if it's working, and then having some UI level there would be very helpful. And if this is somewhere in RTL, uh, that would be great. Yeah, it's in our roadmap definitely. Um, uh, we are. Uh, I'm working i'm right now testing it so um with uh, i'm thinking of uh, i'm don't want to commit right now but uh, our plan is to uh, when we are revising the ui we want to add this additional functional feature you know at least add loop out if not loop in uh, which is the you know which is what merchant needs for inbound inbound capacity so uh, that is the plan right now uh, we'll keep you updated if uh, we can make that in the end of the year release Wow, that would be great. Sure. <laughs> that would yeah. be awesome. Okay. So, so but but even if in, I know it's a lot of work. So if it's happening, that's all. Uh, that's that's awesome. But really, if you see it gets too much work, push it to another next release. Also great. So thank yeah. you. So the idea was to uh, you know once we are done with the UX, uh, that was the next feature we wanted to add. But right now I'm considering whether we can kind of package the whole thing together. So so that it'll be a nice feature which will be coming with the new UI as well. That's the idea. Nice. I mean, I, I've been playing with the loop, uh, loop out uh, function, and I mean, what you need and what we can do with the Raspberry Blitz that it can certainly run this loop daemon, and yeah. you know, make it available for for RTL to communicate with, because you know, otherwise, it's, it's because it's not just LND you need; it okay. does need this uh, extra software to be set up. Yeah. So, yeah. look forward to that. <laughs> Thanks. That's the update. All right, cool. So, um, yeah. So, if you guys, uh, if you guys have nothing further, then uh, we'll wrap it up. Thank you, everybody, for uh, for joining on another uh, another episode of the Lightning Node Roundtable. I really appreciate it, and uh, I look forward to uh, to next time, guys, which will uh, probably be around, you know, maybe uh, like just after uh, just after the New Year. So uh, we'll see what's happening then. It'll be after 1.4 release, and uh, we'll see what's going on. That sounds good. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that would be great. Thanks for having me, guys. I had a great time. Thanks. All right. Bye, though, everybody. Great Christmas and Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Time flies. See yeah. you. See you. Hope everybody enjoyed that episode. Um, yeah, the uh, we kind of had some people dropping out, so I, I definitely did the best that I could with the uh, the editing. So, <laughs> but uh, it was uh, it was pretty funny stuff. Anyways, um, all the uh, contact information will be in the show notes, and of course, if you wanna get in touch with me on Twitter or Telegram, I'm at CoinIcarus. If you wanna shoot me an email, it's funwithbitcoin at protonmail.com. If you want to support the show, uh, you can head over to moetarags.com and go to All Clothing and Fun with Bitcoin, and you can check out the merch for my podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you all next time. Mm -hmm.